0: Racing to the finish line, finish Mortal slide. combat on the grind. I'm a finished mind. Finish. Going through a drought for the clout, had to get in line. Woo. Now I'm iced out, yeah, we're sweater yeah, than a slip and slide. Hot spot that's identified. identified. Rolling up, picking up the liquor, then I'm finished slide. I'm finish Tell finish her slide. don't be messing up my vibe when you get inside. Why? My whole team carry sticks, they humidified. I'ma do it for the culture. Like a true, like a I'ma do it for the culture. Like a true, like a I'ma do it for the culture. Ah, ah. I'ma do it for the culture. Ah, ach- a true, ah, dr- I got the world on my shoulders, oh, my shoulders. So I Just blow the best smoke and take the weight off. Never take a day off. I do it for the culture. Spill a honcho and watch the offset take off. Um? <tempot abused> I'ma do it for the culture. A I'ma do it for the culture. Like a true, culture. For a I'ma do it for the culture. i like a I'ma do it for the culture. Gotta make the groove.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back another episode of Up and Smoke as we do it from La Catura. And uh, we left off last, I can't believe one, that this is the end of July.
2: How did that happen? That is
1: crazy.
3: It happened fast.
1: Super fast. Uh, But you know, when they say you're having fun, time flies. Always. So we are are here once again, and uh, when we left off last, we were having a conversation about the raps on cigars, because uh, we saw some really beautiful cigars last time we were here, and they were multicolored and loosely wrapped and tightly wrapped and wound up at the bottom like one of those home-rolled cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're going to spend some time today talking about the wrap and the differences that they make in what you're smoking. So uh, Ben, do you want to kick it off, or are we going to let Mike?
3: Yeah, absolutely. yeah and that's one of the the wrap relief uh, is a very important topic to talk about because uh, it really does affect the experience. so it's it's one of the one of the best things. So when we got a guy that's starting to get into tobacco or getting into cigars, uh, there are a couple key things that we always tell people to just if they want to start learning more and being more familiar with cigars as a whole, uh, the region it's grown in, like the country, and even the specific region within mm-hmm. the country, but even just to start with, just the country as a as a vague, uh, but then the wrapper leaf, that's also the big one. And the
1: one thing that I find funny about this particular topic is that even uh, weed connoisseurs have a particular palate when it comes to wrappers, as they know they're buying different wrappers to wrap what they're smoking in. Absolutely. And so even without knowing that they are somewhat of a particular palate when it comes to what and how they're smoking, they're on to something.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, yep. and not only that, I mean, you know, you touched on that, I mean, where different strains come from, where uh-huh. different, I mean, different states are always bragging about they got the best this, they got the best that, it's the same in the cigar industry as well. I mean, it's, right now, Nicaraguan seems to be the, the top of the food chain when it comes to people that are they're looking for cigars that they're sought after. They just that flavor is just what's hitting right now. And but thank
1: you for ruining my life with the Nicaraguan yeah, cigars because well, now I'm in a rabbit hole and I didn't know that they could
2: get so expensive. I'm like, "Oh, but they're so good."
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah.
2: Well, you know, you know a guy, but you know. <laughs> you know a guy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know yeah, a guy. Yeah, you might be able to handle get you a good price on that. So, wh- what do you have in front of you?
3: All right. So, we have uh the a little sampler selection through uh Roma Craft's portfolio. Roma Craft being another uh, Nicaraguan company, Uh, their factory, Nicasueña, is actually uh, in Esteli, Nicaragua. And uh, we're picking them for a couple different reasons. One, they're one of my all-time favorite. And uh, actually, as kind of a staff favorite, it's definitely up there on our best or our favorites, right? Uh, It's also our number one selling vendor Mm. here at the store. And three, it's craft season. And what I mean by that is uh, Craft 21 just was released this week. Uh, Roma Craft does every year an annual annual release called the Craft Series, right? Uh, So last year was our first year, uh, actually our second year of business and being elected a top 10 Roma Craft account and were chosen to carry the Craft 2020, which was a huge honor Uh, This year, uh, we did repeat years and we are a retailer for craft 2021.
1: Which is your subtle way of saying you can't get these just
3: anywhere. Right. And this allocate the way they did broke out this allocation was much different than years prior. Uh, They spread it out over many more vendors uh, and smaller allocations. And what they're trying to do is uh, to reemphasize the importance of your relationship with your brick and your local brick and mortar cigar retailer. And uh, they're very, Romacraft is one of those, they show support to the small guys, the brick and mortar stores, right? Price protected, the online protected. Um, they're, they're really passionate about that, which is why I'm passionate about them. So, uh, but with all that being said, uh, we got much smaller allocation this year, so we had to be much more deliberate with who we rewarded with this, right? right? Um, I think
2: we'll be able to find you one, though, Sean. That's why I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and to set the table a little bit more, I mean, Roma Craft is, it's one of the, in our opinion at least, it's one of the pinnacle of boutique cigar companies right now. They're kind of the... the (laughs) Skip would be so mad. (laughs) He hates the word boutique.
0: (laughs) But But, it is. It's a good way.
2: It's a a layman's term. I I understand Skip. Skip is one of the co-founders and co-owners of this particular brand. He's the
3: ma in Roma. We'll use the word super select. Yeah, Yeah, there you uh, go.
2: Absolutely. So (laughs) in layman's term, boutique and Skip Martin's vernacular, super selective, yes. But at any rate, out of, they're just one of the hotter brands right now. And in addition to that, they only sell to about 300 brick and mortar shops worldwide. Wow. Approximately. That's worldwide. That's worldwide. So they're very selective about who they sell their products to because they want to keep their quality up. They know that they have to keep their quantities down. So it's, the focus on RomaCraft is about quality, it's about a good priced cigar as well. So while I've never had a bad RomaCraft, I know that when I spend the seven, eight, nine dollars on it, I'm gonna be getting a good quality product every single time. And that's when you're talking about something that's hand rolled, something that can be imperfect, imperfect, having that is just it's an awesome thing to have. So there's um, still
1: a slogan from Ford, quality is job one with these guys.
2: It really yep. is. Yep, absolutely. And sticking with the consistency of what you, when you fall in love with one of their cigars you know that in a few years when you taste it again it's gonna taste the same because if it's available they're using the right ingredients with it they're not gonna skimp on something just because it's not available they now just won't how sell
1: hard it. is that to do when you're doing something in an annual situation to make sure that you're controlling uh, the flavor of something as uncontrollable as a cigar because you're talking about nature at this point so how hard is that to control for these guys
2: there's definitely uh, many easier things in this world to accomplish, um, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. But with this, there's two different types of cigar manufacturers out there. And when I say manufacturers, it's, it's, it's anon- synonymous with a brand. And so what I mean by that is there's the guys that own their own factory, so they're able to control quality a little bit better and have the pricing a little bit better. And then there's those that actually contract out a, fa- a uh, factory to build their cigars and make their cigars. Romacraft has their own factory that's owned by one of the owners. So they're able to really keep an eye on it. So they're not having to worry about having somebody checking their cigars while they're on the floor. They're bringing in the right guys that they have. They're keeping their consistent teams of rollers together. So they've done the things that they can to make their job easier to make quality a priority and keep quality a priority. And there's no mass production involved in this at all?
3: No, uh, actually kind of one of their business methods, if you will, uh, they've pretty much sold everything, all the product as it's before it even arrives in the States, right? So uh, very small batch, you know, a uh, very limited number, consistent production, but uh, it's, it's basically one of those things that uh, when these guys in Austin, Texas receive their shipment from Nicaragua, they're basically just repackaging it and shipping it off to stores and it's gone.
1: Wow, uh,
2: so they're not touching it open and they're just... No, yeah. I mean, there might be one or two boxes right, that need yeah. to be <laughs> replenished at headquarters. Right. Don't get me wrong, that definitely happens. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, their warehouse space in their office is more geared towards shipping than it is storage because they just, like Ben said, once it hits stateside, it's already basically been spoken for, and, and which is why they don't grow their account list, which sounds so counterintuitive to somebody who's in business, but, hey, but it's, it's do, working for them. You'll, you'll always
1: have that customer. Right, Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the, uh, and the one thing that I respect about these guys so much, as well as so many other, there are a lot of other uh, manufacturers out there, uh, like Saka comes to mind, and, and some of these other cigar manufacturers out there who are so hands-on in their factory, and they care not only about the product, but about the people who are making the product. And uh, just their passion on how they treat their rollers, how they interact with their rollers, the, the level of excellence they demand uh you know i'm consistently seeing skip martin here and in, and in, in nico suena re-blending just not reblending, but always making sure tobacco like you said it's it's grown from the ground it's not the same every time right, right? every batch is a little different and to keep the same cigar flavor profile you're going to have to make tweaks here and there uh, and so that's one of the things that Skip. Rides himself in, and I'm sure he enjoys every puff of it. Uh, but he's tasting these cigars. I mean, every time they're out, he's, he lives down there in Nicaragua. Just, you know, well, I guess he moved out to Esteli. But he's down there by the factory and consistently on top of this. So
1: so how much of the, the flavor is affected by what it's wrapped in?
3: Um, majority of it. You can take the same filler and binder. Uh, you could take the same bunch, all right? So you're going to have your filler leaves. They're called bunches. And then you bind. You take two leaves, a double binder, and you bind the bunches, right? Um, or I hope it's a double binder. That's usually the general method of a premium cigar. Um, and then, But you could take that same binder filler and put on three different wrappers, and you'll have three different cigars.
1: And that's amazing to me because... If you've ever even looked at a cigar, you know that most of the cigars, the tobacco inside the cigar, and not so much the wrapper. So for the wrapper to have that much control over right. the flavor is amazing.
3: Yeah, I mean it does. You, you do you do get a lot of the flavor from the filler, but it, it, the wrapper leaf dictates a majority of the experience for sure.
1: So there's flavor profiles, and then there's the burn consistency as well that's controlled by the wrapper.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So the wrapper is essentially the most important part of the cigar.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes and no. I, <laughs> I mean, no, because uh, there's so many elements to manufacturing a cigar. Uh, how many leaves are in there, just the the method of rolling, the art behind rolling, the craft behind rolling a cigar. It, yeah, you can't. I guess you can't really put one on a pedestal over the other because if you leave a filler leaf out and you're Uh, If it's underfilled, it doesn't matter what the wrapper leaf is, it's going to burn horrible. Or if the binder's twisted, uh, it's going to burn horrible. You know, so there's a level of precision on every stage of making a cigar.
1: That's why I love this this podcast, because even when I don't think I'm going to learn anything, I'm learning so much because (laughs) I'm like, there's no way that that's a thing. But you guys have been smoking this brand longer than I have. And like, I literally just had my first Nicaraguan cigar, what, two months ago?
3: Yeah. You're always about the Dominican. I was I I was all
1: Dominican. I was all in on Dominican,
3: which is yeah, which is fantastic. I mean, there's got nothing wrong with Dominican. either.
1: But there is definitely a huge difference in the taste profile from those two countries. There is. Yes, there
3: is. It's it is a lot like wine. I mean, you know, you have you have this wine that you can get all over the world and every country is known for something specific. Right. And uh, it's the same thing with tobacco, the the soil, the climate. The cloud coverage, uh, the the volcanic activity is, is huge, uh, but all these go into uh, the final project, what the final yield of that product is.
2: And so I, I was going to say, I'd probably mention it before on the podcast, the wine has the advantage of every year is a different variety, it's a different year, it's a different vintage, and it's expected to taste different. These have the same, they're going up against the same thing that Ben was talking about, the grapes versus the tobacco. but. Year in, year out, these are supposed to taste the same. And you don't want them to taste different because you want that taste. You want that flavor. Right, exactly. And so you get into something like limited editions where something, hey, this wasn't exactly what we wanted out of that particular leaf, but let's work around it. Let's find something different. It's no different than any other sort of craft. Pun absolutely intended. Hey, you may stumble across something it's not exactly what you wanted, but could be something golden, could be shit. You never know. So when this gets
1: to America, how... Do you guys uh, control the price point? Because this country is all about making money. So if you have a cigar that's as coveted as this, and it comes out annually, and everyone is not able to get it, you have the opportunity to make that a twenty-dollar stick. But you you don't. Is that to keep the integrity <laughs> so, of what's going on with the family?
2: Funny you should mention yeah, that. So it's it's funny
1: uh,
3: you say that because this this craft release is actually a twenty-dollar stick. It is a twenty-one-dollar <laughs> stick. It, it, so yeah, yeah. So MSRP. So here's the thing. We we don't. We we cut right to the chain. We don't we don't fluff it up and one of the things one of the reasons why is even just for the respect of the cigar industry, uh you just we just don't have that liberty to inflate cigars like that. Now if we're you know, Vegas, some tourist spots, you can always expect some inflation, right? But when you're coming into uh our store we don't even figure in shipping uh we do our MSRP we have a state tax that we have to pay and that's figured in uh but that's it uh there we could not price our uh cigars any lower than they are they are at MSRP so um you 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 get into these other you know whiskies and wines and and people will buy these bottles or even the liquor stores themselves will buy them and it's a 30 dollars bottle of, right. of weller and they're charging 70 bucks for it, because, the they they it yeah. because they know the they can't and they yeah. know that same customer is going to come back tomorrow yeah. well guess what if i if i had a 20 dollars stick like a craft 2021 and i was selling for 50 dollars not only would that customer not buy it from me and not come back i'd get horrible publicity online skip martin wouldn't even do business with me mike and mike and skip wouldn't even it would be over you know so there's there's a different respect in the cigar game. Uh-huh.
2: So instead of getting into supply and demand, what we've actually done with the smaller allocation we've got, Romacraft rewards us with the amount of money that we spend and where we're at versus previous year. They reward us with a higher allocation, the higher we are up on their particular list. But we wouldn't get there without our customers supporting us and buying the sticks that we've got in front of Ben right now, which is their core lines for the lion's share of this. So, because that's how we were able to get allocated the number of craft 2021 boxes we got, rather than give it into the traditional supply and demand, there isn't much supply, so the demand must be high, we gotta raise prices. We took a look at everybody that bought in this particular category, meaning that brand, and just ranked it. Said, this is where you fell. And we had two different tiers, either able to buy a full box or able to buy a two pack, because there's two different ones, two different versions in there. And that's how we did it. And that's the only way to do it, in our opinion. And that's
3: it kind of reflects the same it was the same allocation process that romacraft how they even delegated these right so uh they chose their top i don't know what it was say top 10 accounts and they got x amount of boxes and then they took 10 through or 11 through 25 and they got x amount and 20 and i don't know these numbers for sure but they broke it down like that in in kind of like a, a, an allocation by tier and we just did the same thing with our customers
1: And to to equate that to my world of music, because you have a core audience, and when they're happy, they continue to stick around, and they're always there for you. Uh, Luther Vandross was an artist that the record company didn't have to do a lot of promotion for, because he had a core audience of at least a million fans, and no matter what he dropped, the day it came out, it went platinum. That's incredible. he had that... Those fans were like, oh, Luther dropped an album. They went out and got it and hadn't heard a song yet, but they knew it was Luther. They would get some quality music and every album he dropped immediately sold a million copies. So it's the same thing here. You have something, a product that they love and they know the consistency is there. The price point is going to be there. So they'll come back for it again and again and they're
2: built in, they're right there. Absolutely, and it's, the cigars aren't necessarily for everyone, um, there's some people that they may find that they're too strong. They may find it doesn't work their particular palate. That's fine. We've got other cigars as well. But those that get it, those that are in the know on RomaCraft, they enjoy consistent cigars all the way through. So it's a beautiful thing. And
3: they are, uh, you know, even, you know, when we get in here and talk about these different blends, you know, even their intemperance line, everyone kind of thinks RomaCraft is like a full bodied like company. And it's not necessarily true. Full flavored all the time. They are. They are about that flavor experience. So
1: break down for me the difference between full bodied, full flavored.
3: Yeah. So, so the body is, it kind of incorporates a little bit of everything. It it does incorporate flavor, but it also incorporates strength. uh, So your actual nicotine level. So uh, these intemperance, you know, are, they would be medium bodied, full flavored. Uh, or m- let's say medium-strength, full-flavored. How, however you want to equate that and say a medium-full-body, right. I don't know. Uh, but medium-strength, full-flavored, meaning that your palate is going to be overwhelmed. Not overwhelmed, but it'll just be, there is so much going on. It's a well-balanced, you get, you know, in the Ecuadorian, Connecticut, so you get, you get cream, you get a little graham cracker, you get, but you get some spice, and uh, it's, not your, it's not your father's Ecuadorian shade, if you will. Um, it's not that mild, fluffy, creamy. Only it's it's a lot more than that. But it's not super high on the nicotine level. Now, as you work your way up through the uh, Chromag to the Aquitaine to the Neanderthal, which is their strongest. Uh, yeah, you you start realizing what. Did you just call my father
1: mild, fluffy, and creamy? <laughs> <laughs> nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, why don't you take take this one over? Here. <laughs>
2: I'm just over here slaying unicorns don't mind me i'm not in that mess oh you just lit one of them 21s up huh i did i did there's a nice segue for you
3: so yeah that actually is so uh mike uh here just lit up a craft 2021 the allocation that we're just kind of talking about and the the beautiful thing about this is we're talking about wrapper leaves uh this one has a barber pole so they call that because it kind of looks like a barber pole you have two different leaves that are going up yeah absolutely and so uh the way that they do this is when they're putting on the wrapper leaf and they actually do they cut a strip of another you know the what mike is smoking here is going to be a Habano with a shade barber pole so they cut a strip of shade lined it with the habano wrapper and they rolled it together uh, synonymously over the binder But what that does is it adds adds a second profile to that wrapper leaf. We're talking about how much the wrapper leaf impacts the the cigar experience. Well, when you throw two wrappers on there, when you throw this Connecticut shade in on the Habano, it takes off the real, the spice that that Nicaraguan Habano is known for. It adds a little creaminess. Uh, It just changes the whole dynamic of what that would be without the shade. So with this craft
1: limited edition that's out, does it come in different blends or is it just one? Like it's just this one cigar that comes out for this annual blend.
3: Yeah, so this one, so they switch it up every year. I mean, uh, in years prior, they've had cigars that use uh, three, four different kinds of wrapper leaves. Uh, It's it's pretty cool. Uh, uh, But this one here specifically, there's two different blends. You get a 10 count box, five of each blend, and they're both the same Vitola. But you have a, a, a broadleaf Maduro with a candela, which is a green leaf, right? Uh, and then the other blend would be a Habano with a Connecticut Shade barber pole. So two totally different experiences.
1: My, 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 excuse my silence. My mind is just like, poof. Like yeah,
3: I, we'll bust open this box so you can see.
1: Okay, uh, and the the box itself is fucking. Oh, the fancy. box is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> you know, and you could build a house out of
3: these blocks, <laughs> you know, of these boxes. I'm serious. This
1: box and, and itself if Skip, is amazing.
2: If Skip is listening, by chance, yeah, you know, it seems flimsy, but we'll see.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I mean, but it makes the box itself a, a collector.
3: So he's almost got a box and a box. A right? box and a box. So the. the uh, This the craft box is actually more of just like a sleeve. It's you know, yeah. uh, It's kind of like like a a sheath. It's kind of like a sheath for the actual box, and then you got the pull-off lid with the little thumb holes. Uh, Now that is what you see when you open it
2: up.
1: Yeah, and the cigars themselves are beautiful. It's almost like a work of art.
2: Right. Absolutely. So and there's a beautiful quote. Is it on the bottom of the sleeve, Ben?
3: Uh,
2: Yeah. So we'll
3: let me flip this over here. So then on the, on the back of the craft stuff, uh, this is one quote that uh, Romacraft always puts on their craft series, and it's an Ernest Hemingway quote. We are all
1: apprentices in a craft where no one ever becomes a master. All right. But it's kind of tongue-in-cheek because they are little masters of
2: this. But yeah, always stay humble with it.
3: And always staying humble. And, and one thing that these tobacco masters would, uh, you know, and actually tobacco master is a that is actually a title. And there are not many tobacco, tobacco masters out there, uh, publicly acclaimed tobacco masters. There's a lot of uh, self-acclaimed tobacco masters, but there are only a few uh, in the world right now that and are alive uh, that would be considered tobacco and masters. And one of them
2: actually just retired. Did you hear the news about that? Fill me in. Henke Kilner. Oh, yeah, so Henke Kellner was the uh, Davidoff Davidoff, one of their master blenders, and he's got a, a quite the storied past that I'm not even going to try to butcher right now, but yeah no
3: <laughs> i do I, I did read that article the other day, and uh, yeah, no I won't even try to recap that, but that is
2: uh, a story well
3: respected gentleman right there
2: so this is Christmas day in the cigar world almost it always is I mean when these came in actually a couple days ago um, the UPS came by, dropped it off during the day shift while I was there. I knew what was in the box, and I knew better. I just left my knife in my pocket till Ben got here. I just <laughs> – <he didn't laughs> And I was actually shocked because
3: Staus is just a go-getter, man. When that UPS <laughs> driver brings it in, he's like, well, we can't sell them in the box, so we got to get them on the shelf. And he – I mean, no on complaints it. on that, right? I mean, that's, that, you know, that's what he's here for. But, you know, he knew that, that this was a shipment that I wanted to be there when that, that
2: lid opened, and you can hear the angels like, oh. And we had, some other products, we had some other products in that shipment as well that were not craft, and there was two different boxes. I didn't even open up either one just for fear that there might be some craft boxes in both of them. So, yeah, I, I, I know where my bread's buttered. <laughs> well, we admire your patience. Thank you, sir. We admire your patience. Patience pays off. Yeah. And yeah, I knew I would eventually get to smoke one, so I, I knew that they were there. I knew my allotment was secure, so I wasn't too worried about it. All
1: right, so we have some pretty small sticks on the table, too. And I, I've seen these smaller sticks before, and what's the significance of those?
2: Those specifically that I grabbed, um, to be quite honest with you, these two right here, which is the Chromag and the Aquatane, um, just happened to be the size that we had both of those guys in stock that was a common one that we could talk about. Um, but the significance of one of them actually is one of my favorites, and that's the Aquatane. Um, this is the shorter one. This is actually the knuckle dragger size. Um, Oh, you grab knuckle dragger? Yeah. I usually smoke the pastera, but. Yeah. yeah. But with these guys, much like the Intemperance, it uses the same binder and filler. So it uses a Nicaraguan and Dominican filler, it uses a Cameroon binder. The Aquitaine uses an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, where this uses a U.S. Connecticut broadleaf Maduro wrapper. So you're gonna get similar taste from it, but the spice kind of get kicked. gets kicked up a little bit of a notch on the chromag, where the Aquitaine's going to be a little bit more full-flavored, a little bit more nicotine to it, and some would say almost a little bit more spicy to it. Just two different similar, but different tastes and different yeah, and different and little the, aspects. And the
3: unique thing about the Aquitaine, though, because that's one of actually stouts over here, he smokes a little Pastera Aquitaine's like crazy. Um, but the Aquitaine is actually, a, not only is it a Habano wrapper, it's a Habano Lajero wrapper leaf. So Lajero is the top priming of the plant. It gets the most sun, it gets the most nutrients, it's usually known for its spice and strength, right? Uh, and there, typically, Lajero is going to be used in the filler, and that's kind of what adds that kick to it and drives it up on the strength level. Well, they're actually using a Lajero wrapper leaf, uh, so what's impacting a lot of that flavor is a Lajero leaf. So. That's why it kind of it, it does kick it up from the crow mag. You kind of get more of like a sweet earthiness, real chewy smoke from that broadleaf, uh, and then this the Aquitaine really, as as Skip would say, the it's it's manbaco, manbaco, <laughs> whatever, he, yeah, whatever he calls it, like a real man smoke, yeah.
2: testosterone. Yeah, that's
3: that's the shirt I'm wearing, the testosterone shirt, you know.
2: So
1: that that is definitely for uh, a serious cigar smoker.
3: Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and not even necessarily a serious smoker, because some people, some people just take the cigars more than others. You know, some people just go right to a full body and love every minute of it. And you know, for me, it definitely had to. You know, I started mild to medium. The more I smoked, got to fuller. And now, actually, the more I smoked, I actually kind of tamed back and sit around that medium profile and save the fuller ones uh, for the days I need it. But. <laughs> Those tough um, days. You know, so, so we're talking about the, the, the Cro-Magnon and then the Cro-Mag Aquitaine. Uh, so the next one is going to be the Baca. Baca is, uh, they just released five new sizes. Four, technically, but five with the Grand Perfectos. Uh, so there's a total of eight sizes in this, and it's the newest addition like, to their core line. And this is actually using a Cameroon wrapper leaf. That is truly Cameroon. Most, I would venture to say, I don't know the statistic for you, but I would venture to say 90% of the Cameroon on the market are just a Cameroon seed grown elsewhere, whereas these are actually Cameroon wow. uh, imported from Africa, and the, the, the name Baca is actually named after an indigenous tribe there. Um, and every size that he has, I'm not going to even butcher the story behind every size, but there is history and every size that uh, Skip and Mike chose to name these Vitolas, there's a story behind them. Like the Bantu is actually named after uh, a guy, a very uh, tragic story actually what happened to this guy and sold into a zoo and all this stuff. So uh, he was very intentional about uh, honoring certain people and certain lifestyles within the Baca tribe. And so then- he keeps
1: everything close knit to the region where
3: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah there, there's not some, there's not really a, there's not a detail that's overlooked when it comes to Roma craft.
1: Wow. So much respect for these guys.
2: Oh, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, the, the thought process that goes into it. I mean, when Ben says no detail, it's spared. It's it's their merch. It's their obviously their cigars, the boxes, the posters that they use. They just did a weasel fest that Ben went to down in Austin. I mean, who all played at that one? That he even put up concert yeah so he
3: had a couple of people he had third root which is a local Texas uh, DJ hip-hop band absolutely phenomenal uh, then it was followed up by the uh, super Fonicos and that was a, a collaboration a kind of a big band thing but it was all Central America people from Colombia Guatemala uh, all over the place up and down he actually brought all them in that was a, a, a uh, super fun show. And then uh, the headliner was actually Scarface. He pretty much brought Scarface out of retirement, uh, <laughs> sitting down in like the rapper Scarface. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. A- in a private party, 150 people here. And we're sitting here smoking cigars, watching Scarface 20 feet away perform.
1: Like he literally almost died a year done, ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, he
3: did. He told the whole story. I got that on video. Yeah. I'll show you after this, man. It was uh, it was a pretty moving night, actually. Yeah. But this is kind of how uh, Skip and Mike throw a party. He's coming to Kansas City in the fall, by the way. I'm going to, I will not miss that. And I'll make sure you guys are there. We no, will be please, there. Oh, please. no, that's yeah. happening.
2: Yeah. I, I won't p- ask you for that uh, one, but if you're going <laughs> to offer, I'm not going to say no.
3: Yeah, I mean, he actually, his encore, I uh, showed Mike this, and like Mike said, everybody's got a wish you were here uh, kind of story or memory, you know, from Pink Floyd. And uh, that was Scarface's uh, uh, encore. He, the rest of the band left. He grabbed out a guitar. He's, he's been playing a lot of guitar recently. He just played guitar and, and sung a couple of verses in the chorus to Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. That was his encore, it was the shit.
1: True Renaissance man.
3: <laughs> oh dude, so many people were just like sitting there wiping tears out of our eyes. Scarface eye. <laughs> never
1: disappoints. I, I will say that, he never disappoints. Uh, just like uh, this Romacraft, Craft, I'm like, there's no stone unturned that I'm learning today so anybody listening to this, you're not learning. I'm learning with you guys because, I mean, for him to connect these cigars with local stories and tales and actual human beings that are from that region just to make sure the connection stays so you know that he's true to everything he says he's putting out.
2: Oh, yeah, and it, it doesn't stop with the, bon- the uh, Baca either. I mean, the cro and the Cro-Mag Aquitaine, which is actually the Cro-Magnon Aquitaine and Cro-Magnon. You know the names on those is Pastera, Knuckle Dragger, Cranium, Anthropology. Yeah. You know those names are synonymous with the different parts, synonymous with the Cromag people, the from Aquitaine, France. I mean, it's just every little bit just it fits together like a big puzzle. Yep, and then even going to
3: the next their their strongest cigar in their profile as far as nicotine wise is the Neanderthal, and the Neanderthal. Uh, that's Mike Rosales's, uh the Row in Roma. That's, that's Mike's favorite all-time cigar. Uh, but it is, it is really, it's, it's definitely in my top five. The, wow. the Neanderthal is one of my all-time favorites. I don't even have a favorite. If you hit my top five, you're basically my favorite, right? <laughs> but the Neanderthal is in there. And that's using uh, a San Andreas wrapper actually. And it's, it's so strong in nicotine, but it's blended so smooth You don't even realize, I mean, even people who are afraid of the full-bodied sticks, that's what I get them on, and it just opens their mind to what a full-bodied stick can actually be. It doesn't have to be a pepper bomb that spices out your palate, making your mouth water, giving you the hiccups, and all that. doesn't have to be that way. So how is it
1: that they're able to basically turn uh, ghost pepper (laughs) into a habanero?
3: Right, yeah. Basically. <laughs> well, and that's even just referring to the spice. And the, the Neanderthal isn't even known as a spicier stick. Uh, from the general consumer's perspective, people who smoke the Aquitaine would say that is a stronger cigar than the Neanderthal. They would actually probably say some of the intemperance are stronger than the Neanderthal, just the way the Neanderthal hits your palate. But it's not true. I mean, the nicotine level is much, much higher than the Neanderthal.
1: But that requires uh, a level of knowledge that is, well beyond, I'm sure most human beings for you to have something that you are describing as strong but mild.
3: Right. Uh, yeah, strong but easy to smoke. <laughs> the oxymoronic cigar.: Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's just like these bourbons. I mean, you get I mean, some of these barrel picks, uh, you'll have a 110, 120 proof. And it drinks smoother and lighter and uh, not as hot as, you know, a 45%. Uh, uh,
1: that's true for the Uncle Nearest 100 proof.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, it's kind of that same way. There's, when, you, when you find those bottles, when you reach that point, you just get that much bigger of appreciation for it. So know?
1: basically, don't be frightened away when you hear that this is the strongest blend because when you smoke it, it's Absolutely. definitely not going yeah. to come off that way. Totally.
2: Well, and the thing about the Neanderthal is, I mean, I've got it pulled up here. It's, it actually has a Connecticut Broadleaf binder. So, I mean, what's being, I'm not sure if it's the same exact one that's on the Cro-Mag. Ben, do you know?
3: Uh, I, I don't know that for sure, no. I I, I would be very, very surprised uh, because Skip is so specific on his tobacco leaves. Uh, th- there, are periods, there are periods where the Cro-Mag were, that were out f- off the shelf and we couldn't even order them for six, eight, ten months at a time because they didn't meet Skip's uh, level of of uh, quality check. So, so he's that instead involved? Of, so oh, instead absolutely. of actually making the cigar that because it couldn't be 100% what he wanted it to be, he would rather not sell it than ever take a chance on defaming the name or experience of his cigar.
2: Yeah, he's, he's so involved. He's a Texas boy who moved from Austin to Esteli, Nicaragua to be close to his factory that he bought to make sure. I mean, he and, has a residence still in Austin but... He, and now he's moving a little bit further away than the, from the factory, but he's still going to be in Nicaragua as his primary residence. Yeah, so, and, I mean, and you involved. know,
3: I don't know, maybe he's using it is a broadleaf binder. And again, I don't know, maybe he's using the imperfected broadleaf that would be used for the wrapper leaf on the Cro Mag, and maybe it doesn't pass the wrapper inspection, so he uses it on a binder. But I can't even imagine it. Knowing Skip Martin, he's so specific on everything. I guarantee you he has a specific broadleaf for the Neanderthal. So even before again, I don't know that, so don't hold me to anything. Even yeah.
1: before they start to wrap and box up a blend, if it's not to his standards, they don't even get to that next step.
2: Absolutely not.
1: So don't even give it another name or give it another blend or anything. <laughs> We're just not so using if you go, this. If you go
3: down to Esteli, actually, and you go to the factory, you can get Segundos. So that's Spanish for seconds. And uh, Aromacraft Segundo, I've actually been able to smoke a number of these <laughs> and. They smoke better than most other cigars off the shelf. But, but it doesn't live up to his exactly, standards. Yeah, so exactly. he's not going to... So that if it doesn't crazy. pass a draw test, it doesn't, if something's imperfected on it, it doesn't, it doesn't ever go to the, the shelf.
2: Yeah, those Segundos are those rare finds you find at TJ Maxx. You're like, all right, I don't see anything wrong with it, but game on, save some money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is crazy. So rather than even tamper with the reputation that he has built for his cigars, it's we're just not going to do that. We're going to... Go back to the drawing board. Reputation's right. everything.
3: And even, and, and the thing that's most that. respectable is actually You've his price gotta points. Respect that. And, he man, and he manages price points within this too. I mean, you're spending 7 to $10 on average for any Roma craft, you know, and, and the Neanderthals are definitely the priciest out of the core line. And that's going to be, you know, you know, your $12 for your uh, Neanderthal HN, which is kind of the flagship Neanderthal. And it's actually shaped like a club, you know, again,
2: fitting for the Neanderthal name. In the price points, I mean, even with the price points being awesome there, they are, I've been privy to sit with Skip and Mike, the owners of RomaCraft, and be in a room with them and then listen to them talk about how much more they pay their rollers in Nicaragua, the health insurance that they offer their rollers in Nicaragua, the opportunity for their kids to go to school. You know, all this stuff doesn't, it's stuff that we take for granted in America, but we got to keep in mind that it is a third world country and the standard that we enjoy here and that so many workers are fighting for doesn't exist down there, but they're bringing that kind of modern ideas and how to treat your employees well to build loyalty. And especially when you got some that you really enjoy having and create this beautiful product, that's the core of everything that you do. He takes care of his guys as well and, and his gals. So, I mean, it's, so when I sell Aroma Craft Cigar, I know that I'm helping support so many more families down the line that they're trying to make a better life for so many people. Just through cigars,
1: and you have a happy employee. You've got a, a a great product because they are going to make sure that they live up to the standard of that company because they don't want to ruin it, and they probably don't want to ruin what they have going because, like you said, it's a third world country, and they're being presented with an opportunity that a lot of their countrymen don't have. So I'm not going to exploit it. I'm going to give you everything that you ask of me because I want to continue to have this
2: and. It's cyclical because you get this. And the proof is actually even further in the pudding because during the lockdown, Skip was stateside. So he was in Austin, Texas with his family, riding out the storm, so to speak, while everything's plugging away in Nicosuania. And the creme de la creme of all that is, so the year that he's outside of Nicaragua, for the most part, his factory stepped up so much that his factory actually got factory of the year by one of the main publications in the cigar industry trade. So, I mean, it's, it just speaks to having the right people in the right place doing the right thing for you.
1: You're creating a fan, and I haven't even smoked one of the cigars <laughs>
2: yet. <laughs> well, and that, and that kind of segues us segues into something else I want to talk about, which is once this podcast drops, which should be either Wednesday or Thursday of next week, Friday, as you're hearing this of this week, August 6th, we're actually doing a RomaCraft event. There won't be any representation from the RomaCraft factory, but Ben, myself, Trey, and the rest of our staff who are really into RomaCraft are gonna be presenting basically an opportunity to get your hands on some Craft 2021 and just basically an opportunity to save some money on some RomaCraft products and really, yeah, Preach so some more about yeah, what Romacraft is all pretty, about.
3: Yeah, because this year we're going to be featuring everything that was introduced to. We'll have all, I mean, we carry the entire array. There's not really a, uh, there isn't a Romacraft facing that we don't carry. If we don't carry it, it means that they're out of stock. That's we it. don't carry Simple pick. as that. Um, but we'll be specifically featuring... Uh, Everything new from the 2021 lineup, which is a number of things. They've come out with new Vitolas and all the sizes they've come out with. Uh, and that's actually two new Vitolas, Grand Perfectos and petite Gordo. Uh, then we've also got uh, a German exclusive, which one, once was three different cigars that were a German exclusive release. Neanderthal have now brought back, brought to stateside.
2: So we also have those new additions to the Neanderthal lineup. Uh, we've got Which aren't new to La because somehow or another we were able to get those German exclusives before prior. they were available. Yeah, yeah, side. We, yeah, we were able
3: to. <laughs> we're just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got and the hookup. Uh, just uh, drop the mic there. Right, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I'm not <laughs> um, going to drop and then Theo's also, mics. But yeah. you know, and then we'll be highlighting the new BACAs, the new editions, the five new sizes of the BACA. And on top of that, we'll have chances to purchase the Craft 2021. It's very, very limited. We're probably going to have only... 50 individual cigars for that night, so it's going to be... 49, because I'm getting one when we're done with yeah. the podcast. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> exactly. Uh,
1: and again, uh, this is a very limited deal here, because they don't come around often, and because it's in such small quantity around the world, this is a great opportunity for like someone like me, who was hearing this amazing story, to be introduced to them, and then to become a real fan. But again, it's limited. So uh, next Friday you say, do they have to get tickets or make a reservation
2: or? No, absolutely not. We'll get k- things kicked off around five o'clock next Friday night. Um, we've also got, Ben, who all do we got showing up so for the event? We got
3: one of my best friends, uh, Scotty Egelson. He's uh, one of Kansas City's greatest uh, current live musicians. And he's played here at La Cultura a couple times here. And he's going to be playing again. So he'll be here next Friday playing a couple hour set, uh, probably three, four into the wee hours of the night, knowing Scotty. Um, we'll have, uh, for our, our VIP members, for the, the top tier, the Viso and Lajero, we're going to have Loot Fees Fried Fish Catering, another local Kansas City guy, uh, great member here. Uh, but he's going to be catering the upstairs private lounge with food. Uh, so it's just going to be a good time, and we're going to be giving away a lot of stuff. We've got partners with, with local uh, David Garcia, who we interviewed last podcast uh, who donated the suit. Yeah, he's going to be donating a nice watch this time. Uh, We got we got other partners with local. uh, We got Pendergast Club, the private smoking lounge downtown above Majestic Steakhouse. Uh, We actually provide their cigars for them and uh, we're going to be giving away a a pass. It's a membership only, but we're going to be giving away a day pass up there. Nice. uh, So a couple can go up and enjoy that. So this is truly an event. Oh, it's going to be a party, man.
1: Truly an event. So uh, if if you are able to get down here next Friday, it kicks off at five, this is definitely going to be yeah, the place so to be.
3: when you hear this, it'll probably be like it'll be this tonight. Friday, yeah, right. <laughs> so t- yeah, tonight. <laughs> at
1: no five pressure o'clock. on
2: getting this turned around, Theo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So tonight at five o'clock, which is is going to be an amazing thing, and uh, we we haven't even gotten to the portion yet where we talk about membership and how you can uh, be all about la cultura because we're still talking rappers and we're still talking. Uh, this beautiful craft selection here that'll be on display uh, next yeah, Friday. Sean,
3: That's pretty interesting. I just got a kick out of that. You're talking about rappers. Usually, you're talking about rappers, rappers with an R. Now you're talking about yep. rappers with a W. It's huh? A whole
1: another rapper. This is <laughs> this is an amazing thing for me. So uh, it,
2: it took us all a 48 minutes for that dad joke to, <laughs> to show its face. <laughs> but in you addition,
3: gotta, timing
1: is everything
2: timing is absolutely everything <laughs> it's
1: better than my rapper dad joke because i'm like i don't even wrap christmas presents somewhere i'm so over wrapped by the time <laughs> oh, Christmas oh yeah here, so <laughs>
2: there it is there it is so in addition to the craft 2021 being an ultra limited i've actually got in my hand something that's even more limited than the craft yeah, 2021 was, yeah. that we'll actually have available in some sampler packs that night and that's the don bosco cromag which this was actually made for one store only how many years ago ben was it
3: uh so that was two years ago and i actually had to purchase this uh, i didn't get a wholesale price. i actually bought this from old virginia tobacco company uh great people out there uh and no problem supporting them and so we actually had to buy this from them and we've just got some sitting away and we want to again with this celebration of having craft 2021 we're gonna give some people another chance to go back in time and smoke some don boscos and along with that, we actually even have some Sabretooth and Black Irish that'll be in the sampler packs. So Ironic, we, Black we, Irish. We basically will have a whole herd of unicorns uh, August 6th.
2: And also, I think we found one box of Weaselfest 2020 as well?
3: We do. We do have uh, one box left that will be, uh, along with the Craft 2021 allotment, Kind of, we're going to be running kind of a lottery. And as you buy, you'll get a raffle ticket into one raffle, which will give you a chance to win prizes for free, uh, like the other things that we were talking about. And then the other raffle that you'll be entered into will be a lottery to a chance to buy. So if your name is drawn on that, you'll have the chance to buy a Craft 21 or you'll have a chance to buy uh, this Weasel Fest 2020, which is a grand perfecto sampler, including the Wonderlust, which the Wonderlust is still a German exclusive and is not available stateside.
1: So even with having the chance to by, it's still a great opportunity because you're oh, one yeah, step closer
3: yeah. to where no other human being can get Yeah, you don't find these anywhere anymore so that is
2: ridiculous yeah and it's it's through ben's dedication of hoarding that he <laughs> yeah, always <laughs> <I> do <laughs> because i mean a lot of these i want to smoke and i mean i'm probably one of the the first one of us three in the ownership group that's probably busted open into my own craft 2021 to enjoy this i'm but, just
3: waiting for uh, when i'm not working
2: yeah, I get that. Well, and this is less work than I'm used to doing, so I'm okay with that. But these in particular, I've smoked two out of the three recently in the Don Bosco I smoked a couple years ago. But so these are ones that Ben saved behind because he loves being the shop that you can walk in and find these ultra rare cigars. So and be able to have the opportunity to buy them.
1: That leads me to a question I've been meaning to ask. When you have a cigar that is older, Does that have uh, any bearing on the smoke?
2: It can. It's a tough question. There's some cigars that lend themselves really, really well to aging. Um, Dave Swinney actually shared one with me on my birthday that was a 20, I think we figured out it was actually made in 1996. Wow. So a 25-year-old cigar. The PG? The PG. Yeah. Um, And that one had actually set in what's called a coffin. So it's a single box for a cigar. In a cedar line coffin so it just the cedar flavor in it was just exploding and it was unlike anything i'd ever smoked but i've also smoked other cigars that were 10 15 years old that may be a little bit milder to begin with and then at that point they've kind of they've already reached their peak and they've gone past their peak there's still a very smokable cigar but the flavor that you're expecting just isn't necessarily there where other ones they won't give you the same flavor that you're necessarily expecting but it's improved it's enhanced because those tobaccos have had a chance to kind of marry each other a little bit more and to kind of meld together and just mellow out and just it creates a phenomenal one but it's a roll of the dice I mean you're looking at a cigar for years upon years upon years hoping that when you finally decide that <laughs> yeah. it's hit that 20-year <laughs> yeah. mark and you know we we had a one of our members had a son recently and his firstborn son and I said put a cigar away put a ball of scotch away 21 years that's what you're going to have with them but make sure it's something that you have read about that age as well because there's nothing worse than watching and looking at a cigar thinking nope i'm not going to smoke it i'm going to wait i'm going to wait and then you smoke it and it's not what you expected it probably so if five someone years doesn't ago.
1: have uh, a humidor or a proper place to store a cigar how what do you recommend for something like that
2: buy one yeah when you're getting into something like that there's <laughs> really there really is a no way to get around it. If you're going to be serious about it, get serious about it.
3: Yeah. And, 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 you know, go back to the, you know, with the aging thing. So most of the time aging is fun. I mean, I got cigars aging, I, you know, and, and a lot of it is, I would say more of it's nostalgic, uh, because a lot of the cigars that I prefer and the the things that we put in our humidor we're passionate about are going to be these smaller companies these people that are more focused on on the quality and the and and the batch consistency and these guys have aging rooms and they don't leave the aging room to ship to the states until they know they're ready and so a lot of these companies the best time to smoke it is honestly when it comes in Um, but again you do get but on the flip side, you do see a difference over a year, two years, three years. You see that, that, that marrying of flavors. And, and like Mike said, it can either go good or sometimes it can go bad. And you're like, man, I should have just smoked this two years ago, you know?
2: <laughs> but but what, what, what was it I told you when you first started in the industry? You told me a lot of things. Yeah, I did hear <laughs> that. But, I mean, the one I'm referring to specifically is cigars were made to be smoked.
3: Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, because I remember this because the HC series, when you're still with Zycar and, and we had a box of this back at the, the shop we were working at at the time. And, and I remember
2: we busted this out. We found these
3: how, it, I don't even know how old these were. This would have been like 2014, 2015, and they were, what, 10 years old at that time? It,
2: probably somewhere around there, yeah.
3: And and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to actually, I think I st- <laughs> I think I still have one. It doesn't shock and me. You just grabbed it, and you cut it, and you lit it. And I was like, man, you didn't even think about that. And you're like, nope, cigars are made to be smoked. <laughs> and In that stuck dis- with me, too. In
2: full disclosure, it was from a company that I worked for, and it was one of, out of the three blends that we had, it was my personal favorite. It was my favorite size. It was It checked all the boxes, so... At that point, they had been aged, and I didn't have to put any work into it or sweat about it or exercise any willpower. It was just right there, ready to go. So I was like, no time like the present. Before I got in the industry, I would save cigars for a special occasion, and then I realized life's precious. Life is short, you know, just enjoy them. Find the small victories that you want to celebrate, and if that enhances it, then game on.
1: All right. So um, as we get to the end of uh, the podcast, again, we want to remind you that, I guess tonight at 5 o'clock, Uh, Where you need to be is La Cultura because there's basically a -a one-of-a-kind event going on.
2: Absolutely. And you need to be here. You do need to be here, unfortunately. Uh, Um, It's going to be fun, man. But, you know, we're all about rewarding our customers that we see face-to-face. We're all about taking care of our guys. And that's what it is at the end of the day is we want to give back a little bit and give reward an opportunity
1: all right and speaking of our customers we want to let you know that no matter where you are in the world that you can be a la Couture customer and just go online become a member and there's no greater gift to you than what these guys are doing because just like we've been talking about this craft 2021 these guys are just as passionate about what they do to make sure that you are as connected no matter where you are to whatever you like to smoke and they want to introduce you to some things but nothing outside of your palate so it's easy to become a member.
2: It is, and you can order online very easily, but if you're not sure about what you like or if you're not sure about, you know, some of the brands that we have, pick up the phone, give us a call. I know it's kind of old school, but, you know, chances are it's going to be Ben or I answering the phone and we're more than happy to talk you through your transaction to help you find the right cigars to work with you with what we got in stock. You know, it at the end of the day we want to help educate people to the brands that we're excited about.
1: All right, so with that being said, I'm going to get one of the bold ones that smoke mild. But what mild cigar is in this family from Craft 2021
2: that, that you might suggest to me? From the Craft 2021 or from Roma Craft in general? Roma Craft in general. My personal favorite morning cigar is the Intemperance EC. And that's an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper um, over the Indonesian binder and Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. And it's, it's one of those cigars that, it's this guy right here. It, it's kind of a sand colored Cigar, And when you see that, it's generally a Connecticut wrapper, and it's, it's fun because I hold up this cigar next to a cigar that's just as dark as night, and I'll ask people, which one do you think is going to be more flavor from it? And every single time, they they'll, hold, the they'll, they'll pick up the one that looks like this, yeah. the dark one, and say, well, that's definitely got to be it. And I was like, well, try them both. Come back to me and see what you think. Because at the end of the day, it's a full-flavored cigar that's not going to knock you on your butt first thing in the morning. It's a great coffee cigar. And it's just one that no matter what time of day you're gonna smoke it, it's absolutely just gonna hit right. But again, it shares the same components as far as the binder and the filler with the Intemperance BA with the Braz- with the Brazilian wrapper, and then the Intemperance Whiskey Rebellion, which is gonna have that um Ecuadorian Habano La Hero wrapper on. Is that right? Is that a Lajero? That's not.
3: I I don't Skip's know that for sure. Me. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't if Trey was not hoping a customer we could ask him. He's our senior tobacconist and also a uh, big Roma Craft fan. He would probably know. Actually, I know he knows. He knows the guy that picked it out of the field. with yeah. the stock <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm not even have smoked one. I'm already uh, you a know, big for Roma me, Craft fan. Yeah, for
3: me personally, you know, the, the EC is fantastic. Uh, I personally love the goodness size, which is an LE. It's a box press version of it. That's my favorite. Uh, my general go-to, actually, probably what I smoke more than anything else out of the Roma Craft line is actually the Brazilian-era Piraca Intemperance. Medium body, nice, thick, chewy smoke, super rich, oh, it's just super tasty. And again, it can be a morning stick. I mean, that's kind of Trey's breakfast stick, actually. Uh, so light or dark on the wrapper shades, either the Ecuadorian shade or the Brazilian-era Paraca, Both are going to deliver the... A mild Romacraft. It's not mild on the scheme. It's still medium body, but it's about as mild as they get.
1: All right. I'm going to try them. I'm looking forward to it. You guys haven't steered me wrong, I, especially with the, the Nicaraguan cigar that we had a couple months ago. It was absolutely amazing, and, and now I'm a fan. So uh, Romacraft, I'm sure, will not disappoint. And uh, it shouldn't disappoint any of you. Don't forget, the big Romacraft event is happening here tonight, this 5 spreading. o'clock. Come down and, and make it happen. All right, that is going to do it for another episode of Up and Smoke. Thank you, Sean.
2: Thank you so much, Sean.
1: Thank you, guys. Uh, enjoy your month, the month of August, as we creep closer to my birthday month. Uh, uh, oh, here it comes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what we do uh, to, to, to talk about a good celebratory
2: stick. Oh, we can make that happen. Don't worry about that.
3: We got a couple for you.
1: All right, so that's what we'll do the, the next month. We'll, we'll talk about... Uh, the special one-of-a-kind, not something that you would smoke every day, but something that you were like, okay, I'm celebrating. This is what I need to smoke. So we'll talk celebrations in the next Up and Smoke. So you guys take care. Be well. Uh, Don't forget, tell all your friends about the podcast, whatever platform you listen on, share with everybody. Uh, You'll be a cigar smoker, and it sounds like we'll all be smoking Roma Craft from here on out. So uh, (laughs) join in, have a good time, be well, folks, and we'll talk to you soon. Mortal
0: combat on the grind. I'm a finished mind. Finish. Going through a drought for the clout. Had to get in line. Woo. Now I'm iced out. Yeah, We're sweater yeah, than a slip and slide. Whoa. Hot spot that's identified. identified. Rolling up, picking up the liquor. Then I'm finished slide. I'm finish Tell her slide. don't be messing up my vibe when you get inside. Why? My whole team carry sticks, they humidified. Bounce. I'ma do it for the culture. 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 I got the world on my shoulders, so I blow the best smoke and take the weight off. Never take a day off. I do it for the culture. Spin a honcho and watch the offset take off. I'ma do it for the culture. 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 Gotta make the groove dope, Cusco, gotta do it